limitations. Don't hesitate. Don't limit. The wonderful move of his spirit. The wonderful move of the Holy Spirit. For he is present and he's saying, I want the yes in your spirit, man. Nothing limiting, nothing hindering. Just the full yes. Does he have your full yes? Your full yes. Yes, spirit of the living God. Come and move. Come and have your way. Come and fill. Come and impart. Come and impart. Spirit of the Lord moving in this house. Spirit of the Lord moving. Just stirring and stirring and stirring and stirring. I thank you, Father, for filling them with the Holy Spirit, the strength of God. Oh, the Lord is so pleased with you. There are some things the Lord wants me to share with you this, this day as we bring forth this last word, this last message for this year that is. Uh, hallelujah. And the Lord is so pleased with you. Church of God, the Lord told me to tell you that he is so pleased in the bride of Christ that is here. He is so pleased. It's time for you to receive the pleasure of God. The pleasure of God. No more limitations. So we take authority over everything that would limit you from, the, from really receiving this message tonight and this word it will be spoken it will be sung it will be imparted but you will receive the impartation of the pleasure of God this morning if you're ready to walk into it don't listen to the liar don't listen to the deceiver don't listen to the accuser of the brethren for he comes to kill still and destroy but God has come to impart truth he has come to impart and to deposit life abundant life that is for he said I have chosen you before the foundations of the world uh, to be my representation are you ready to receive the all the fullness don't let the enemy limit you don't let your mindset uh, keep you down don't let it for God's spirit is hovering here in this place oh we love you Lord oh we worship you Lord Oh Lord, reckon with your love, reckon with your love. Yeah. says in Psalm 103:17 that the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting the mercy of the Lord the mercy of the Lord over your life is from everlasting to everlasting and we want to hang on to this word of the Lord the word mercy in Hebrew can be translated covenant love steadfast love and compassion covenant love steadfast love and compassion the mercies of our Lord we know that it is the mercy the kindness of God is just new every morning 
this word is going to be a short word simply because we, I feel like we've been in, in, the, in the word. We've been in prayer. We've been in worship. We've been saturated, you know, but there is something that I want to bring forth as this last word here for this year, that is, huh, at the house of glory. And it's really about the mercies of the Lord. It's really about his loving kindness. We're going to recall the goodness of the Lord as we have been doing. This message today was about recalling the goodness of the Lord and look out at how just just with spontaneity how that just came about like we just came before him in a group in a family we just came and we sat here we were on our faces in our knees and we prayed to the Lord and we gave him thanksgiving for what he has been doing because his mercies are new every morning his mercy is the covenant love he has for you a covenant we know God doesn't break his covenant and he says it is my mercy to you it is my steadfast love to you it is my compassion to you and he's breathing life upon each and every member and every person here in this room amen glory to God it is our job to fill our memories with what he is doing I want to read to you something from from Lamentations this is this is coming from Lamentations chapter 3 and in verse 22 actually we're gonna start in verse 21 you can write it down if you don't have your Bible but in Lamentations uh, chapter 3 verse 21 it says this I recall to mind therefore I have hope when you recall the goodness of the Lord to your mind you recall you remember you will have full hope say I will have hope when I recall to mind the goodness of the Lord what we just did is we recall to mind the goodness of the Lord and we have hope our hope is in him he is the anchor of our soul he is the solid rock he is the one that never leaves us nor does he forsake us and he has taken us this year in some into some pretty you know uh, difficult things but he's taken us out of every single thing Thing. He has allowed us to see, to hear, to experience all around us, but yet he has kept us in his cocoon. He has kept us rising up high. Do you see what I'm saying? All around you have heard reports. All around you have seen. We've all seen it. We've actually seen it for the past two years, right? Devastation, fear, you know, trials, circumstances all around. But God said in this church, he says, I am advancing you. I am raising you up. The steadfast love of the Lord, which is his mercy, because of the call of God, because of the answer, because you said yes, when you could have said no because you said I'm standing when you could have quit because you said I'm running into his arms instead of running away when you see the response of the Lord on your life you will see it is his mercy that has kept you it is his goodness it is his loving kindness he will never forsake you church of God but the word that he told me to come bring is to tell them I am so pleased I am so pleased with their steadfast faith in me I am so pleased with their consistent dependency upon my word this is what the word of the Lord has been saying for me to tell you in this last message here in 2021 I would say that's pretty good wouldn't you I would say that's pretty good and so he says therefore this I recall to my mind therefore I have hope verse 22 says it says through the Lord's mercies what is mercy his covenant love his steadfast love and his compassion what is mercy his covenant love God doesn't break his covenant, his steadfast love and his compassion. And so it says through the Lord's mercy, it was the Lord's love. It was his steadfastness. It was his compassion on us. 
It's all him on us, right? It says, through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed. Turn to your neighbor and say, I am not consumed. There is nothing in my life that is consumed. You say, take a look at my life. The Lord is the one that comes and he brings increase. The world doesn't get to consume anything. In other words, there's no thievery happening here. The only thing that's consumed, we get to be consumed with his steadfast love. We get to be consumed with his love. Well, he says, I'm a jealous God, right? So, but, but when you answer the call of God and you say, Lord, I'm in 100%. I don't care what else goes on. I am your beloved, right? And so therefore he's saying, my love is consuming you. That's what's good. My love, my steadfast love, my steadfast love, my covenant love and my compassion is consuming you. But the world, oh no. It will not consume you. I don't care what is going on. Some of you need to seriously, like right now, you need to look at that situation and you need to say, I don't know who you thought you were messing with, but it will not consume me. For I am planted, I am planted by the streams of living water. That living water continues to give life. It is the mercies of God in my life. It's the mercies of God in your life. Mercies of God. And we know they're new every morning. Let's keep going on in this scripture in Lamentations. And it says, through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed because his compassions faileth not. His compassion faileth not. The compassion of the Lord will never fail you. The compassion of the Lord. You continue to cry out to him. The compassion of the Lord will never fail you. He is present. He is an all-consuming fire. He is the one that comes and he encompasses you with his encompassing love. The compassion of the Lord will never fail you. He consumes us with his fiery love. And it says they are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Great is your faithfulness. The faithfulness of God is so good. It's the great, it's the goodness of God. And then in Jeremiah 31, 3, it says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with unfailing kindness. The, the repeated story, the repeated message that he wants to convey today for each and every one of you is, is, is that it is his love, his everlasting love. It is his kindness, his everlasting kindness. It is his mercy that has caused you to continue to walk. It's caused you to continue to stand. It is the goodness of the Lord. It is Jesus himself that has said, I see where you are. I see what you have been believing for. See, some people believe and then hope you know, deferred makes them sick. But I'm telling you, your hope is in the Lord. And in that hope, God says, I'm going to continue to feed you rivers from heaven. It's life unto life. It's not death unto life. It's life unto life. There is a newness in you. In other words, you're attached to the giver of life. So therefore, you can say it's life unto life in my life. It is life unto life. The moment you got saved, the moment that you became a new creation in Christ, it was life unto life. And so therefore, strength to strength and glory to glory, it's life unto life. Say it's life unto life. I continue to live and I continue to soar in the goodness of God. You are anointed in God's holiness. That means you are careful to keep your life steadfast, separate from the world's standards, for your standard is far above the world's. You have a higher call. You have a higher call. Your call is, and you've answered that call. I know you guys, you're steadfast, you're tenacious, and you're radical. You've answered that call, and that call is, oh God, everything I want is everything that you are. I won't settle for anything else. And you've just modeled it. You've just displayed it. We're lovesick lovers of the king. We don't have, the world has nothing for us. 
nothing at all. Our eyes are fixed upon him. The, the world can't, can't steal from a child of God that knows their authority. The world can't, it can't rob from you. It can't, it cannot because we are steadfast. We are situated. We are planted. Psalm 1 talks about being planted, right? Being planted by the rivers of water, the rivers of life. We are planted. Say, I'm planted and I'm not going to be uprooted. I will not uproot this tree. You will not uproot this tree, which is your life. You will not uproot that life because you know that the spirit of the living God is upon your life. And he's increasing in authority in your life. He's increasing. And in verse 24, it says, The Lord is my portion, therefore I have hope. Why do we have hope? We have hope not because, oh, we're turning the page and we've got, we go from December to January, we go a whole new year. Our hope is not on anything external, but on everything internal. It's because of the Lord, the Lord's hope. This is my portion, therefore I have hope in him in Christ my hope is in Christ my salvation comes from him your hope is in Christ your salvation comes from him salvation is is saved it's being healed and it's been it's also delivered so you've been saved from a life of hell you've been saved your body your mindset your whole being your soul You've been saved, you've been healed, and you've been delivered. And God is continuing to raise you up, to bring you to that place where you know that you know that no demonic assignment can even come near your dwelling place. For the word of the Lord has already been spoken, and you're going to decree that you're trampling it underfoot. Every agenda is being trampled underfoot. That you're rising up with greater wisdom and greater discernment. Greater wisdom and greater discernment is upon your life. You know, today, we had an impartation. We had a lot of things. The Lord did a lot of things here this, this day at this service today. And I give him the glory and all the honor for it. But there was an impartation for greater, and that greater is the discernment. The one area the enemy always wants to try to steal from you is to try to deceive your mind, try to twist your thinking, try to get you off track. But it's not going to happen as long as you say, no, my steadfast love. It's the compassion of the Lord. It's the mercies of God that will keep me and sustain me. I just need to rely on him it is all Jesus it is Jesus working in my life it is the power of the Holy Spirit working in your life amen and so that's why when we turn the calendar page we know we're entering into a whole new season but we've actually already entered it you've actually already are there see you're already where you need to be you may not know it Oh, come on, everybody, stay with me. You're already where you need to be. You may not know it. It's the spirit of the living God that knows all things, that knows the end from the beginning, right? He knows the end from the beginning. He already knew you before you were even in your mother's womb. He already knew what he called you to do, fashioned and formed you to do. So don't you think that what you're supposed to be in, you already know it in your spirit, man, when you're connected to the spirit of the king of kings? And the Lord of Lords, so you're already there. Say, I'm already there. I'm already there. My mind may have to catch up, but I'm already there. My mind may have to catch up, but my mind is catching up right now. Say, my mind is catching up today. I will not be left without anything that the Lord wants me to walk in. Confidence all throughout this room. Godly confidence. Godly boldness throughout this room. 
godly anointing throughout this room. There's an increase right now that you will not be without. You are increasing in the spirit and the strength of Jehovah. Jehovah, your God, your Savior, God Almighty, El Shaddai is upon your life, in your life, with you. Never will he leave you. Never will he forsake you. And so the Lord, you know, he gave me some scriptures. And I mean, the gist of it is, is that you are, he's so proud. He's so proud of the yes in your spirit. And we're going to continue with the yes in our spirit. We're going to continue giving him our all, our all. Amen. And, and 2 Chronicles 16.9 says this. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong to those who are loyal to him. The eyes of the Lord are, they're, they're going, they're flowing, they're running to and fro to show himself strong on behalf of those that are loyal to him. In other words, God says, I am your exceedingly great reward. I am strength in you. I am the strength in you. My eyes are scanning through the face of the earth to see those that are not going to be, they're not going to allow themselves to be shaken. They're not going to take the bait. And they say, I am going to show myself strong on their behalf. I'm showing myself strong on your behalf. I am showing you that everything I already spoke unto your life is coming to pass. Only believe. Only believe. Only believe and you will receive. You will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. For the word of the, law of the Lord has spoken. God will never, he will never go against his own word. He is not a man that he should lie. Right? So he's never going to go against his own word. His word is spoken. We know his word will never return void. He says that he's looking over the course of the earth with his eyes to see who is steadfast upon him so that they will be rewarded. For there is a great reward, and it's here, and it's now. And you're walking in the fullness of it. I want you to lift your hands up right now and say, I'm walking in the fullness of this reward. I won't be, I won't be left out. There's no way because I'm already in it. Remember, you're already there. Say, I'm already there. I'm already there. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, this is powerful. This is powerful. I want, let's jump over to Romans chapter 5. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 5, 5, 5, 5. Now, hope does not disappoint Hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Hope does not disappoint. Some of you may feel some disappointment. You may think, yeah, but I am a little disappointed. But hope in God will never, ever truly disappoint because you've been filled with the Holy Ghost. The minute that you start feeling a little bit of disappointment, get back into that spot where you get filled up with the Holy Ghost. When you get filled up with the Holy Ghost again, circumstances may not change, but you change because you get filled with the hope of God. The hope of God will never disappoint you. Say, the hope of God will never disappoint me. His hope is present right now for me. The hope of the Lord. Let's reread Romans 5, 5. Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out. It's being poured out in you. It's being poured out in you. Jose, it's being poured out in you. Aaron, it's being poured out in you. It's being poured out in you, Gabby. It's being poured out. The hope of the Lord is being poured out in my heart by the Holy Spirit who was given unto me. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. And when we go to, let's, let's go over to Romans 15. Romans 15 and 13. Now it says, may the God of hope. See, I love this because it's not just that hope is being poured out by the power of the Holy Spirit, but he's the God of hope. He's the God of hope. In other words, everything about him is hope. Everything about him is the hope of God being poured into my life. May the God of hope fill you. Say, may the God of hope fill me with all joy, with all peace, in believing that I may abound in hope, all by the power of the Holy Spirit. It's all by the power of the Holy Spirit. We can do nothing without the power of the Holy Spirit. But the power of the Holy Spirit is present. The power of the Holy Spirit wants to give you joy, peace, and abounding hope. Say, the power of the Holy Spirit wants to give me joy, peace, and abounding hope. Joy, peace, and abounding hope. Joy, peace, and abounding hope. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord God. So, Lord, we do look forward to this next season with such great anticipation for what you are doing. You've already done it. We're already there, and our eyes shall see it. We, you've already done it. We're already, spiritually, we are there, right? With our authority, we know we're there. We know that we lack nothing. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. We don't lack a thing. Say, I don't lack a thing. You don't lack a thing. Your faith pleases God. You don't lack a thing. Say, my faith pleases God. I lack nothing. I lack nothing. So this confidence, when you speak this out, you're allowing your spirit man to be filled with a greater level of confidence in the Lord. That confidence will carry you past all the obstacles that the enemy tries to block you with. Let me tell you something. There are things for you to grab a hold of by you speaking it and you will receive it. The things that God has spoken for you to speak, you need to speak it so you receive it. Things that need to come into existence that currently are not Yet here, God says he calls the things that are dead, to, that, that are not, those things that are not, as though they are. They are right now. Let them be now. Call them in now. Things that God has called you to walk in, in this new life, in this new year, in this new season. So what I'm saying is, is there's no more time to waste. We're not wasting time. You're not waiting for something to happen. You're not waiting for, for you to reach, uh, achieve or reach a certain something. Like, you're not waiting for you to finish this or finish that. Now is the time of advancement. God says, you are already there. No more dragging your feet. No more waiting. No more, well, I'm just, I have to wait for all this to line up. No, you need to jump. You need to actually jump and do the will of God fully and completely. Amen? Who's in agreement in this, listening to this message? Who's in agreement? So there are things that you need to call out. There are things that God wants you to call out, okay? And so some of those things I want you to start praying about. If you don't already know, some of you already know very, very well. Some of you guys don't. And you do need to ask the Lord, Father, there are things I'm supposed to believe for in this next year. I'm already there, but my, not, my mind needs to catch up. So if my mind needs to catch up, Lord, reveal the things that are already, already written in the heavens. Reveal the things that are already established in the heavens. That my mind would actually catch up because I need to decree a thing and it'll be established, right? The word says in Job 22, 28, you need to decree it. Let me tell you, people give such a hard time to name it and claim it. But you know what? That's fine. Then don't name it and don't claim anything and walk with nothing. 
Seriously, there are, you need to name it, you need to claim it. Yes, you do. You need to decree a thing and it will be established. You need to get the heart of God on the matter first. And as you get the heart of God on the matter, then you need to make sure with bold, authoritative faith, you know that's mine and I'm not moving until it becomes a reality. That anointing, God has spoken. I'm hanging on to it. I'm claiming it. I'm calling it forth. That child, he's coming back to Jesus. There is nothing that's going to limit that. I have the word of God on it. I have the testimony of Jesus on it. It's already written. It's already established. God spoke it, and it is. See, the reason that a lot of elite Christians, they go, well, you know, that's just, that's hype, and that doesn't really come to pass, is because they've never named anything. It's never been claimed, and they walk in nothing. It's easy to point the finger when you don't have faith to claim what is rightfully yours. But in this church, you're going to have faith because only with faith will we please God. Only with faith are we going to please God. So that's why the importance is, is that we get the heart of God on a matter. We always must get the heart of God on a matter. And after you get that heart, the heart of God, you ask him specifically for the things you're to be starting to claim. You claim those things with Holy Ghost boldness. You claim those things with Holy Ghost faith. Your hope is in Christ. He is all you need. And he will fill you to the uttermost. He will fill you with love, joy, peace. He will fill you with everything you need. But he's going to give you that instruction and you're going to soar. Amen? Amen? So I, I want you to do this. I want you to get with the Lord and spend some time with him if you haven't already and ask him, what are the things that I am to be claiming for this next year? Stop thinking so small. And let the Holy Spirit break those boxes of limitations in your life. No limitations. If God's putting an idea in your head and you think it's crazy, then it's probably God. If you think it's so containable and doable, it's probably just you. It's not that it's bad that it's just you, but ask him to cause you to think a little bigger. Lord, let me dream with you. Let me dream the impossible things. Let me tell you, God wants to do incredible things in your life. He already has. I know he has. He's done so for all of us. But this is always a good time of year to reflect and to let the Lord really speak. It's like this new, you know, we turn the calendar and it's almost like this clean slate. So, so we want to make sure that we are on track, on track in believing the fullness of God. And for many of you guys, that fullness of God, you're already walking in it. God's going to show you the next step, though. You're serving. You're planted. You're steadfast. God's showing you that. And he's going to show you the multitudes that he's going to add unto your life. Because everything you've gained is not just for you. Everything you've learned, it's for somebody else to receive that benefit, right? To receive that understanding of the love of God. Oh.